Hello and welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Carl here. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode uh, where we were joined by comedian and friend Paul McCaffrey. Um, he, yeah, we talk about a bunch of stuff. Paul was recently visiting LA um, where he um, hung out with our old podcast partner Chris Martin and um, John Hastings uh, was out in LA and basically I got wind uh, but there was one night where Paul really let his hair down and we discussed that which is really funny um, he's also Paul's on tour from March and I, I can't recommend it enough he's an excellent stand-up so if he's coming to your city do go and see him um, only one bit of admin I think for us this week and that is that we are doing Leicester Comedy Festival in what was it February the 13th so that is um, less than a fortnight away. So come to that if you're in the Leicestershire area. Is Leicestershire? I've, I don't know if that's a county. I've just said Leicestershire. I think it is. Ah, who cares? Um, yeah, so come to that if you're around. Uh, other than that, enjoy the podcast. If you are enjoying it, share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Um, give us some nice reviews. And yeah, we've had some people messaging about potential guests they'd like to see. And that is good. Get in touch, let us know. We'll start sending out some messages. Uh, so you can do that at, um, you do it on Instagram at Two Vegan Idiots uh, with underscores in between the words. You can do it on Facebook, uh, Two Vegan Idiots page, or you can email Two Vegan Idiots at gmail.com. Yes, done. Admin done. Kick back, enjoy us having a right old laugh, and we'll see you next time. Cheers. Oh fuck! <laughs> That's the chair. So them chairs. I'm, these chairs are being replaced very soon. I, I finally <laughs> found. Start. I finally found the chairs. I'm going to replace them. Oh with. yeah, Where, what are they? Found some chairs orange, that don't o- orange metal bar stools. Oh lovely! Yeah, they're lovely things. Where from? Um, the pub up the road. From- <laughs> <laughs> um, they're just. I found them online on a, on yeah. a website. Nice. Anyway, welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots with Paul McCaffrey. Hello, welcome uh, back. Even though you haven't done it since we changed the since name, you've been re- since, since, the, been, since the relaunch, since the re- <laughs> relaunch, since the rebrand. <laughs> Something so much it looks like it's changed in here. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's really different. Really we haven't even got any vegan doing. snacks. We? we haven't. I mean, we have. It was slightly rushed today. It's been a rushed week. How's your week been? When did you get back from LA? Um, two weeks ago today. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I thought yeah. you were, it was sooner because obviously um, you were out there yep. on holiday. Yeah. And um, cause I, I'm only aware that you were there because I was getting regular updates <laughs> my, of, uh, of, your, of my drinking. Of your drinking. <laughs> Google oh, no. Maps I'm camera actually, following yeah, you around. Yeah. Just, it's like OJ Simpson. I just, just saw you on the news yeah, following you running down a highway. <laughs> Uh, just what, just put cops on an MTV. <laughs> um, yeah, because obviously this is the thing. Because obviously there's that stereotype that it's not a drinking country. I, I found it is that, when Paul's there. But I found when I was there, um, I was I'm sort of drinking most days. But I was keeping pretty well behaved. Just, sorry, just for sort of uh, impartiality or whatever the word is, I just should say that that, that the night you're hearing about, I had earmarked as a sort of a big night. Right, so okay. it was like. <laughs> That wasn't sort of typical. Well, it was a whole, Tuesday, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean. It was a Tuesday, but, <laughs> but it was sort of my, it was the penultimate night. So, what kind of we went to the yeah, Rainbow yeah, Bar yeah, and yeah. Grill. Yeah. Have you been in there? I didn't. We didn't go there. No, oh, right. I didn't know it was actually a Tuesday. Was that? A, yeah, it was a Tuesday. Yeah, that was a good guess. Wasn't it? <laughs> that was a good guess. I had to highlight that in case you thought, "Oh, they've been talking about the Tuesday." <laughs> I, I had no idea. So, uh, yeah. So that was it. Was it was bad though? Yeah. 
Um, but what did you find? What was the, what was the other people's view? Not the Brits, any Americans that saw you that drunk? Think it was all quite contained. That's so all right. We got an Uber to the place, yeah. and then I got put in an Uber out of the oh, place. That's all right. That's um, good. What was the place? The, the Rainbow Station. Bar and Grill. Oh, it famous, was, yeah, so it's bar. pretty sort of rock and roll. It's a Guns and Roses. Is it Sunset Strip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, bro- yeah. it's, it's wicked. It's um, really good fun. Because I had one blowout when yeah. I was there that was like biblical levels of drunkenness. Yeah, I, and over the course of about. 18 hours yeah it was like a sort of start early go through to all hours in the morning and i had like three different sessions in that space of time you know when yeah you have like you sort of you come back from the dead that's the best one isn't it when when you get to that point when everyone is like well he's gone he's gone i couldn't even speak and then suddenly, you know, about half an hour later, you're just, yes. he's like, he's back in the game. <laughs> he's back moonwalking on the dance floor. <laughs> it is amazing, isn't it? You just, it's like a sort of when a boxer looks like they're punched out. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They've got one more round in yeah. them. Bo- like boxers swinging. sometimes get punched, knocked out and punched that wakes them up. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that can't be That's true. happened in the UFC. They've got woken up by another punch. What's that happening on the Facebook Live? Is somebody That's messaging? questions. Oh, it's live. That's oh it's just got, it's like, it goes live it's on live the group. TV, guys. Anything can happen. This is live on Channel 5. What's it saying, Julia? Um, Anthony Irwin, cracking gig Wednesday night in Liverpool. Oh, cheers, Anthony. Um, thanks, Anthony. He was the... Oh, yeah, I remember Anthony. Um, um, we did a live show in uh, Liverpool's yeah, Hot Water. The Great Hot Water. Um, we had Alex- 25,000 people in. Um, <laughs> it was the quietest just, one of the just tour. Just Notable. It was lovely, though, wasn't it? it was How's that going? Are you good? It'd be good. The Colchester was great fun. Crew I quite was like great holding fun. the mic like that. That's, that's well, fucking Robbie fun. Williams. <laughs> Freddie, Freddie Mercury Freddie podcast. <laughs> Alex Kendall said Jeremy Hardy died today. Any oh, thoughts? Oh, he did. That's horrible. That's sad. I didn't really know him. It seemed like I, I met him there. twice and uh, both at like little Radio 4 things. He was lovely. Yeah, I, really, so I didn't sweet. know him, so I'm not, you know, it's not it's that weird thing where I don't feel like I'm in a position to do like a big You're saying Facebook. you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, but you sort of. Whenever sort of, I'm I'm not a fan of like big Facebook or Twitter. Like you know, what a sad day. Mm. And a lot of the times, part of that, I I don't really, I don't like when people make something about them. Do you know, when somebody dies and they do a post basically saying like, like when I was, you know, when I first started working at Radio Four, I met Jeremy and he was really nice. <laughs> Unless and then it's like just, their mum or saying. You know well, I mean? but then they end up talking more about what they did rather yeah, yeah, than yeah. the fact that Jeremy Hardy sadly me, died. Yes. I will so. say though, just having a flick through Twitter on the way up, it does seem to be less of that. There seems to be a sort of general overriding thing. Oh, he was, yeah, like, he, he, nice was, he was a really nice guy. He was really funny, funny bloke, yeah. funny bastard, man. <laughs> so I, I thought he was Tim Vine's brother for because. Tim Vine's got a brother. Jeremy Vine. Jeremy. And I thought it was him. Just before he was going on stage, I went, oh, yeah, Tim Vine's... He went, no, that's the wrong person. Uh. <laughs> and just went on stage and did his gig. <laughs> this is the only conversation uh, you I've should tweet that. I might do, yeah. But yeah, sad. It's always... I mean, I didn't even know he was ill. I, didn't, I hadn't heard anything, so it's very sad that we, uh, that we lost mm. uh, A human being. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if it is. But also, it's weird when... But it's weird when somebody dies is in your sort of world yeah, yeah your community your like industry it's always a bit weird isn't it anyway um so so yeah you went to la yeah that you had one big blowout yeah. what did you think of la love it it's nice it? had there. you been before i have but oh, a long right. time 20 years ago exactly yeah, yeah. 20 years ago actually so uh i definitely could live there i didn't yeah i had exactly the same thing i was really cynical about it before i went i thought it's gonna be a bit wanky oh, it's great. and it's a bit wanky but you know I, I liked it yeah it's like it's cool i definitely was yeah i could sort of see myself yes in actual fact there, i did smoke weed out there did you smoke weed i out did there? yeah everyone smokes yeah it. that's but but they do that to the detriment of their drinking i think 
to the, de- to the detriment <laughs> quite right. The problem is, you know, they're really sort of, they've taken her half the ball with the drinking yeah. while all this weed smoking is going on. It's really distracting them from the, you know, what well, he shouldn't <laughs> be focusing on. <laughs> the reason detra. <laughs> but you know, I just found that like, you know, every time, it, like, it happened here, when, like when they first brought in the smoking ban and like, I, you know, I knew a lot of smokers then yeah. I smoked. And it's actually, pubs sort of got a bit annoying for a couple of years. Smell Because of everyone was constantly going out for cigarettes. Yes. And it felt like that in LA. A lot of times I was in bars with groups and everyone kept nipping out to honk on their fucking weed vape. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know, it sort of, yeah. It just felt a little bit intrusive. We should it? be smoked on your mate's at my sofa. house. <laughs> yeah, while in front of the PlayStation. Yeah. In my car at the services. <laughs> yeah, well, there's just a pause screen on the background from a computer game. But I did like, I liked it. I thought it was sort of good. I think the way they, you know, it's novel. Was well, it like weed cafes? Like the no, so it's sort of, they're like shops, dispensaries, and then you go in, you have to be over 21, so they have like a waiting room where you have to go in and register your details, show them some ID, and then the actual shop get arrested. is a separate sort of yeah, room, yeah, isn't yeah. it? So you then go through and it's all on display. It's like a vape shop, isn't it? Yeah. It's got that sort of And they've got like menus, it. all different weeds and stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's got even got the sense of that vape shop where sort of the person acts like they're a Imagine scientist. you went into it, it was all official, you went into the back room with some dodgy weed dealer, just see <laughs> yeah, mate, pass you a five pound draw. I was slightly cautious and was like, right, I, you know, when I do smoke at home, I smoke hash, I want sort of the lightest one you've yeah, got and it was yeah, still... Yeah. It's, I got fucked up on it. <laughs> like that, that day I mentioned when I got drunk so like long a long period of time. Every time I'd just be drinking, I'd be getting on it, I'd be all happy. And then what would fuck me up was somebody would give me some really strong weed. Yeah. And it would just send me down into the abyss. Yeah. You could have said no, man. Don't you remember Zamo? Yeah, but I was pissed. When you're drunk, if anyone, I, I, don't, I, I challenge anyone to be shit-faced and turn something down. Yeah. That's when you're at your sort of most vulnerable but it was... Uh, like it was... Fifth, you've got a pyramid scheme going. Just get me when I'm pissed and I'll sign up. <laughs> so, so, so Carl, banging on about Herbalife. <laughs> we were talking about Herbalife the other day. I've never heard of it. it. It's great. I won't say a bad word. <laughs> yeah, it's really healthy, guys. Sign up, you know. It's not a pyramid scheme. Is it... I don't... Is there... The, the pyramid schemes Pyramid schemes are, are, are illegal, aren't they? Because they're sort of... I got. But that works call. in the same sort of... It's network marketing, isn't it? So you have to get people. Uh, that's what they are. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> I've got pyramid. a brochure in my bag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll make you a shake. <laughs> it's network marketing. Come on, mate. That is that's a that's a funny phrase. But it's like we were talking. Uh, we were talking about pyramid schemes the other day about how yeah, it's always sort of no, it's not. Even everyone that comes, even like everything's a pyramid scheme. But all companies are. That that's what I mean. Show, we were talking yeah. about how technically yes. most. You know, you have one guy at the top. There's fewer at the top yeah, than yeah, at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, yeah. But it's just the ones that sort of actually use it as a model, I suppose, is where it's different. It sort of seems like it comes from the same sort of era as timeshares. It's that sort of... I got a phone call about timeshares about two months ago. Is that like they've seen that sort of vinyl is back in fashion? They thought they might. (laughs) He saw your retro top. (laughs) They saw a grenade tash before Christmas. I'm like, fucking timeshare, mate. Um, I yes, I forgot. Yeah, they just called me up and they said, "Um, would you be interested in a free holiday? And I thought this is... Bollocks. Yeah, it's, but actually, I just took the call because it was an unknown number. And normally, I ignore them because normally, like, for, for about a year, everyone I've answered has been PPI. that sort of "hello," yeah, <laughs> voice, yeah. recorded voice. Hello, have you been involved in an accident? So I just took this, and it was a human. So I was like, "Oh, it's, it's a real person." So I thought I'd just play along a bit. 
and they went, do you want a free holiday? And I was like, oh, I'd love a free holiday. Yeah. And we went along for a bit, and then they sent me, uh, the, they went, do you want to send you the information? And I gave them an email address that I've not used in about seven years. I think it was just like coldhonley at hotmail.com. I think I still had, I think that's technically still working. That's what my email address still is. Really? Not coldhonley at hotmail.com, is it? <laughs> just cold. Paul, yeah, Paul. But um, they, I just said, yeah, send it through there. And then, yeah, it was proper just timeshare stuff. You know what I mean? You get two free holidays a year, but you've got to pay this. But I know like someone that used to do that where they would kind of get loads of free holidays by sort of feigning interest in yeah, yeah, yeah. timeshare. So I think you could play the system a bit if you could be bothered. Well, that's the, yeah, I'd look at my number, it. man. I'll be up for that. <laughs> you, you, you sign up to any you got time, yeah, I was going to say, you got timeshare written all over you, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, it's a free holiday. It's only six grand for a free holiday. That's a bargain. You are exactly the sort of person they're looking for. Yeah. Give them my deets, man. What was the thing you said, yeah, just before we recorded about, you just got a bit of information about memes. Oh, yeah, you sort of, oh, yeah, you, well, t- you took, oh, oh, you took, yeah. 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 just he's thought the name came from something else he goes yeah but I read it on a meme I was like that's not where you no, get information it, yeah, from yeah it was something about sport I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah the name is Addy Dazzler and is, isn't the other brother Puma I'm, I'm sure I, 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 that could be wrong but I think so that's fascinating if that's true um, Adidas name let's have a look and the dad's Nike yeah no that is definitely Addy Dazzler is the, 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 the guy that started Adidas oh, it's two names Addy and Das ah um, is Dazzler the surname? Uh, Dazzler from it's from A Addy, which is short for Adolf, and Daz, which is from Dazzler. I can see why they shortened it to Addy yeah. <laughs> rather than Adolf. Do you think my new Adolf, my, uh, my new Adolf kit. <laughs> got the old Adolf Dazzler on, mate. Right? <laughs> funny, it? I didn't know that. So yeah, all of a sudden your outfit takes on a whole new meaning. The cherry red Doctor Martens and the Adolf tracksuit. This has taken a turn for the worse. <laughs> it's fucking leave means leave, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, fuck off. Brexit means Brexit. <laughs> I, um, it's, oh, man, it's funny. I'm only goose stepping around stage at Brighton Comedians. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to go on. I've, I've, always, I've wanted to just jokingly shout, leave means leave on stage at every gig for about two years. Yeah. <laughs> just because it's such a dumb statement, isn't it? It just makes no sort of, doesn't mean anything. It's such an empty fucking thing to say. So, so sorry. Just, to, just. To, so, so, what is the other brother? So, I'm slightly embarrassed. That I don't um, have this. Hang on. Here we go. Adidas. I should have just left the page open rather than just shut it and delete cookies. Um, <laughs> 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 delete all history. <laughs> I delete my history at the end of every day, and it's all. Oh, it's not a thing I'm looking up to. Like, I wonder why, mate. No, no, it's not. It's, it's, I've just done it for years. I got into the Watching habit of it. Minecamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Triumph no, of the Will. That was his video, wasn't it? I don't know. I've never watched oh, it, mate. You seem to know about it. You get out of a meme. Um, I uh, I deleted it just because I just don't. I always assume it clogs stuff up. Cookies and all that. I assume. Yeah. I'm just. My what are we talking is, about now? I, sorry. Getting rid of I, porn I always history. delete my history. All oh, right. Yeah. Like after after every session of using my laptop, I just delete history like I'm a fucking murderer. When you hear police sirens, you quickly delete it. Right, Adidas, uh, formed in 1949. Right. I wonder where they came right from. Right in the eye of the storm. Uh, multinational corporation founded uh, in Germany. Um, start, it was started as Adolf Dazzler. Um, oh, it was by Adolf Dazzler. It was one guy. Yes, that's what I thought, Adi Dazzler. Uh, it, yeah. it started in his mother's house. He was joined by his elder brother, Rudolf, yep. uh, in 1924 under the name Dazzler Brothers Shoe Factory. And what has Rudolph gone on to do? Are they or are they, are they both still? Um, I don't know. It doesn't say. 
Um, so I just type Rudolf Dazzler. Yeah. It's a good name, isn't it? So, and, um, but yeah, I didn't know they were just a shoe company back in pre-war. Yeah, I sort of got halfway through that um, shoe dog. Have you, the you know, the Nike guy, his his autobiography? No. I saw the documentary. There was oh, a documentary about him. He's the designer, is he? Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. It's an interesting story, actually, yeah, because he became the sort of first, um, oh, what's the sort of word? He became the first approved dealer of these shoes called Tiger running shoes that are from the sort of Far East. Um I, I'm only halfway through it actually, but it's, it's that's interesting, and he sort of mentioned. What if it's the same guy then? It, well, he's, he's, he's he started Puma. It says here. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was right. And it was so we could have cut out all this waffle and just trusted my instincts. Yeah, sorry, yeah. But but it was originally called. But yeah, I thought that's right. Yeah, Puma was originally called Ruda after like R- Rudolph. Yeah, his name there we go. Yeah, Puma because it's better. Isn't it? not, <laughs> not as stupid as I look. <laughs> Um, anyway, so you're back. What do you think of the food in LA? You're not veggie anymore, are you? No, I was thinking about this on the way up. It's a bit embarrassing, really. I should, uh, you know, it's only uh, uh, only that I'm able to just sort of like not think about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Enough. That's what most people, I mean, that's... that's, but it that's is, if I, if I sort of stopped and allowed myself to think about it for long enough, you know, I'm not really... I, sh- I was a ve- vegetarian for a long time. I've never been vegan, but, you know... Uh, I, sh- I, sh- I should stop eating it, really. What, what did you think of the food in LA? I thought it Loved was... it. We went to that vegan place with Chris. The, uh... Sage? Yes. Oh, fuck it. That's amazing. Yeah, that was good, yeah. They did a thing called uh, chilaquiles, that I think is the best thing I've ever eaten. All right, what was that? It's like a sort of... It's like breakfast nachos. All right. <laughs> which is my something I'd never considered yeah. trying. And, uh, yeah, it's just got, like, black beans and like tortilla chips and like a spicy tomato sauce and tofu it's fucking just it's like a big bowl of just everything it was good yeah oh man i like Starving. the uh, to-go thing there so obviously every like most people just leave with half their meal yeah, in a box yeah, yeah. and sort of uh no, i didn't i just kept putting it away just right in the like smoking weed yeah, yeah. Go, god i forgot i've got a bit of that curry left oh, in the fridge <laughs> yeah i brought good. home our vegan meal too oh, i, I ate it yesterday it was Good still. It's good. We went Got to from Liverpool. A place oh, called right. Our Kitchen in Liverpool. It's really, <laughs> That's a great name yeah, for a vegan it's restaurant. Our kitchen, <laughs> but it's not vegan. It's, it's not all it's, vegan. It's, right. But they've just got loads of vegan options. Yeah. We got like three sharing plates like tapas, each. wasn't it? Oh, man. It was really good. I'm fucking starving. Highly recommended. I'm hungry, actually. Um, I have been doing... I, I found a, a thing I wanted to talk about, see what get your thoughts on. Yeah. Um, which is the all the sort of health trends of 2019, oh, okay. and they're predicting what they're going to be. Yeah. For some reason, last episode with Diane Spencer, we we started talking about blood pressure, and we end up going into this. I found a list of ten things we should all be doing to check our blood all pressure. Right. Um, have you got any? Have you, have you, what, have you got any New Year health kicks? Well, I'm off the booze at the moment, so that's going to be four Since, months. So LA. So uh, LA and then a couple of you have to give your gates a couple of days. You have to give yourself a bit of a run up. Come on, yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> I went absolutely sort of mad on the Sunday when we got back, and now I'm yeah two weeks into a four month sentence. What was four months? Why that length of time? I'm doing Edinburgh. Oh yeah, and I'm yeah. going on holiday uh, again in 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 on May the twentieth. So I just thought January the twentieth to May the twentieth. So you're going to drink in Edinburgh? I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm enjoying not drinking at the moment. So. I've done dry January. Uh, good. So today's the first day I'm allowed a drink, and I'm sort of scared yeah. about the potential of having a drink. The hangover. The first hangover when you've not drunk for a while is vicious. Yeah, I know. I'm sort of. I'm almost tempted to, dr- <laughs> to whack another month on. Why not? If you, yeah. I mean, there's definitely a strong argument for me personally to never drink again. I mean, your honour. But like, it's, I, I love it. You know, it's that's the problem. You know, as much as I sort of, but 
but you do feel so much. I'm two weeks in and I'm like, why do I drink? You get so much energy. Yeah. I've been, I've been getting up so early yeah. and feeling great. Like I sort of, even like when I don't get much sleep, if I get to bed late, I'm still up at eight o'clock, bang, I'm up. Mm. Do yoga and shit in the yeah. front room. And the then just, DTs wake you yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> and just pot around just desperate for a beer. Um, no, but I, so I think what we're coming up, I'm also, I tell you what I think is great, actually. I think this is the best health development of recent time is the step thing. It's just like... Yeah, yeah, keeping yeah. the steps Yeah. Up. Have you got a Fitbit? I just do it on my phone. Oh, right, mate. Get, if, I, it's a danger. Getting a Fitbit... Like, now it's fine. It's just in the background. But for the first three or four months of having one... I'm now slightly worried. About I spoke it. about this last time, which is a bit... I don't think so. Okay, I but it's, I, think it's really, I think it's really good. That, you know, I think it's... Is that on a your sort Hawaii of very phone? easy thing for people to kind of... Yeah. Just start thinking about like, oh, have I done my steps today? So mm. what's your, are you just doing 10,000 a day? 10,000. But like what will happen now is when I sort of stop drinking, I will start going to the gym again yeah, yeah, and yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. play a bit of golf and just, you know, just move more and eat less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good, man. I, yeah, I sort of, <coughs> I always like, if I look at it and it's sort of, I'm just I've not done many. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it just makes me think I'll just go for a mooch somewhere. You know yeah. What I mean? Even just that, just it just, it's just strap my Fitbit to yeah. my dog. <laughs> I tell you, and every time I see someone when they've noticeably lost weight, I'm like, oh, what have you done? They're always like, I've just started doing my steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, 10,000 is the aim, yeah? Well, I think if What's you want to lose weight like 15, it's like, yeah. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think if you, you, you sort of, but that's quite, but then not today where I'm in London, I'll probably do 20. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And also, if I'm away for a weekend of gigs, like in a city like Manchester, Birmingham, places you can just have a proper mooch around, yeah. I bang out loads of steps. Like, and it's, it's, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, Edinburgh. Um, Some oh, of those man. Edinburgh days. Yeah, just yeah, moonwalking yeah. tally up on it. Then. No, that takes them off. Yeah. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, like back to the future. Uh, no, Ferris Bueller's Day off where he puts the Ferrari kid. up on the bricks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> these, yeah, because I'm sort of, I've been doing dry January. I've also been doing um, intermittent fasting. My January detox has been so intermittent wanky. fasting is what like I only like eat, the five two diet. I only eat it's fourteen between, hours without food. I do sixteen. So is that like I, a sort of Ramadan I, type? Um, is it for no? Oh. Well, days is just daylight, isn't it? You don't right. eat during daylight. Uh, mine is I don't eat before midday, and I don't eat anything after eight pm. So I've only got an eight-hour window. Before midday and anything after eight. So I've got an eight-hour window. You've got an eight-hour window. Because I think it's quite good, isn't it, if you to, to exercise, if, which is when I do exercise, and I always sort of do it first thing in the morning because I just know if I leave it later in the day, the chances are I'll never get around to it. So to, to exercise on an empty stomach and then leave it an hour before eating that's is... That's good, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I do. I've been, yeah, I've been getting up, doing yoga, totally on an empty stomach. On your own? Oh, yeah, on my own, yeah, yeah. So what do you do that from a video? I or? do it from, yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Um, a porn video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's put a bit of grot on. And are you hoping, to, yeah. hoping to be able to suck your own dick like yeah, March? Basically, yeah. <laughs> Just like grot. Even, even within a month, like your flexibility goes up so much. When I know. I, when it, I did it on day one, I'd not done yoga in about nine months. And I was fucked, man. I was so stiff and shit. I'm stiff like that, man. And now, by today, I was doing some things I didn't think I'd be able to do within a month. Like... Turn it off. Noshing myself off, mainly. <laughs> <laughs> Getting cunted over breakfast. Rolling a joint. Um, but, so, yeah. So, I've, I, I was reading today, basically, about... So it's that thing. I, I sound like such a faddy wanker. And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing intermittent fasting. And I'm bloody doing yoga. And I'm and not drinking. I'm a drinking. Scientologist yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you when we do go in LA. Earth, sorry, just one thing is flat about, as so, well. You know, so at the end of... Uh, well, it's not it's like halfway down Sunset Boulevard where they've got the big blue Scientology building. Yes. Did you see that? So a bit sort of back towards Sage, down there, sort of sort of between there and Silver Lake, which is where we were staying. 
they've got the TV studio, yeah, Scientology. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in the middle of that, it's like a film, you know, like in the Goonies, where they're like, they buy the land around them and they refuse to leave. Yeah. There's this tiki bar. Um, it's just called the Tiki Bar and it, it, it's been there since 1961 and it's just them with that sort of Scientology studio around them yeah, and yeah. that is wicked. Oh, right. Do you yeah. get Scientologists in there having a beer? No, they hate they, they, they hate the Scientologists. Oh, yeah, really? so there's like beef. Funny. So, yeah, it was, that was a What's good What's the vibe of Scientologists and sort of drinking? I'm assuming it's all right, is it? I'm not sure. I always get it confused with that. Um, Mormon. Wild Wild West. Not what was that program called? The, with the the Badran. Oh, um, Wild Wild Country. Wild Wild Country. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. And they just sort of had one beer, but I think it was kind of like all animals are equal, but some animals more equal yeah, than the other. Yeah, so the sort yeah, of yeah. the top dogs were sort of out for a few JDs. And the <laughs> sort of. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I've been looking at other fads to just see if I'm as bad as others. <laughs> This is I'm like, determined to not let you actually get one of these fads out. Because it's, it's, it's every year, like it's, they are, if there's just always a new fad in it. You remember, like two years ago, everyone was drinking wheatgrass mm. and shit like that. Yeah, um, yeah. And these ones, I just want to say, I'm still on it. Yeah. What on what wheatgrass? Wheat spirulina. Cool. Spirulina's vile. It's the most disgusting tasting. That's thing one on way earth. to ruin any smoothie. Put yeah, even you. like a one grain of powder from yeah, spirulina yeah, yeah. just fucks your whole day. <laughs> Um, first thing is they reckon this trend is one of their wellness trends of the year is social usage tracking it's people tracking how much they're using their phones and social media yeah so you, can good, now, you download an app that well, that's it. now on iphones isn't it it tells yeah, you but it tells of. you how much screen time you've had this but is, it does break it down doesn't oh, it, does it? What, so into like, instagram yeah. whatever so with you julian it'd be like 99 percent porn hub yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one checking my emails one apologizing on texts <laughs> one call to check about your kids saying sorry on an email 17 times <laughs> You watched porn for six hours and apologised for four and cried for seven. You did 10,000 steps. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah, so that's one that I've definitely started thinking about, just sort of trying to cut even any phone Oh, usage. definitely, yeah. What's your... Because you, you, you love a bit of social media, Julian. You're always checking your Instagram and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm on it. It's more you're like a 14 year old girl. Yeah. Yeah. What, you see my photos? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're on Snapchat as well, aren't you? I am on Snapchat, yeah. See, I don't um, know. How I don't to really use, use it much, though. Oh, right, okay. Don't really use it. Um, yeah, Insta- I open it and close it, though, like a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Just stare at it and then shut it. And it just, it's just more fucking. I definitely have my moments where I just sort of like waiting for new stuff to come on you're like what are you doing I do think Instagram's the best out of them all though but it's the best well, it's the best to use for what 10 minutes a day or something scrunt no, right? but no but that's what it is. it's the best for being a perv like no, even just, without knowing like I follow a uh, a golfer and she Paige Paige uh, and yeah, yeah she's like a sort of She's a golfer, but she's also like Slash a model. model yeah. And now, and so now, all my recommendations. Whenever I open up that recommendation thing, it's just loads of like models and stuff like that. And also, I follow a couple of guys who are like vegan bodybuilders who I've met. So like, I've yeah. met them and then we followed each other. And also, I get just loads of beefcakes as well. So my my suggestions look like I'm just obsessed with just fit people yeah you follow me yeah yeah <laughs> i've muted you years ago <laughs> yeah. mate i did a good muting session the other day so on twitter i've muted yeah. most people yes. you can't mute on insta though no no that's fine i don't really check instagram nearly as much like twitter i just because like, you go on and you can see some sort of it's almost up-to-date news isn't it it's, that's what sort of uh but i just i did another i did a good 60 70 people mute the other day yeah it's great it's quality just i just because and it's basically and it sounds harsh 
But if I see a comic talking about Brexit or something, I'm just like, boop, mute, mate. I took the app off my phone and then just was like, right. I'm so, uh, I gave myself a rule where I was just going to only go on it <clears throat> when I was on my computer. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. And, 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 and I did manage it just, for about four months. Yeah. Just, just check notifications, sort of like any you know, gigs that you want to retweet yeah, or anything yeah, like yeah. that. But then you just, it just slowly, it's the same with anything. It just slowly sort of creeps back in. It's definitely bad for you, man. Yeah, yeah. But as it says there's apps you can put on to block. So it'll, t- it'll only let you do a certain amount on any one of your That's social good. media apps a day. Yeah. Which I think I'm going to maybe... Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? You just get some self-discipline with it. Well, that's what I mean. It's that thing of... Yeah, I go through phases when I don't even look at any social media for three or four days. Mm. But then I have days when I'm... I tell you what, it's days when I'm a bit stressed or something. Or when I'm sitting on a train for three yeah, hours. Yeah, you could fit, it's, it's just sort of tent. Yeah. So I think I need... That's something I'm thinking of uh, introducing. Yeah. Uh, you saw, we was looking, I showed, I, I was reading this when you showed up. Do you remember there was one that says breathing classes? That's going to be one of the wellness tips. Of I the reckon year. I've got it down. I Do reckon, reckon I have as well. What? Because I'm 30. I've done it all my life, most of it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got quite, obviously. I've got asthma. asthma. So I don't think you have got, you think you need to go to breathing classes. <laughs> <laughs> you should have got put in one when you were young and learned how to do it. But um, yeah, I mean, that's surely that's just wanky modern takes on like Well, they mean meditation. breath awareness, don't they? Yes. Well, like, like, that's anxiety sort of stuff. Yeah, like yeah, mindfulness. It's, it's, yeah. It is good though, all that, all that shit. A hundred percent. This is the one I saw that I thought sounds like fucking money for old rope. Healing cafes. What's and that? So, so, so it's, it says it's a mix between a coffee shop and your living room. Um, it's healing cafes focus on offering a relaxing environment where you can relax and unwind in the city. That's called a coffee shop. I was going to say, do you know what else is also a mix between a coffee shop and a living room? A My living room. <laughs> <laughs> there is coffee available 24 hours a day. Yeah, and it shows somebody like lying Sat in a down. bean bag. It's wow. basically comfortable cafes. I which... quite like those sober raves they do in the morning in London. Have you been to one? No. All right. <laughs> Fuck off, what am I? A, Do you know what I, I like? The moon? What am I, a fucking, what am I an athlete? I'm not going to go. Uh, but that's, I, that feels like, to me, one step to... I feel guilty I if I'm on a laptop yeah. in a cafe, because I feel like I'm taking up... If I'm in a cafe, like, you know, if I have it's a coffee and I'm reading my laptop, then I feel really, you know, working on something. I, think, I always think I've got a window here where I can't outstay my welcome. You know, it's a business at the end of the day. I've I don't done know hours, like a whole days in cafes How on many, the back of two coffees. Well, that's what I always feel. I genuinely feel guilty. So these, the, the thing that bothers me here is um, the thought of like just people lying me. around in beanbags having ordered one fucking sparkling water four hours ago. I just wouldn't want to lie down on a beanbag in public. I mean, that's yeah. a good shout actually. <laughs> it's like... You know, unless you're at like Glastonbury or somewhere where everyone's, but like, or trying one out to buy in a shop. Even still, <laughs> in a beanbag shop, you'd have a go on it. Yeah, you? I suppose. You know, people do that at bed shops. They jump on the bed. And have, have you a got a beanbag? I haven't got a beanbag, which is considering the, how the place looks, is a miracle, isn't it? Yeah, it looks like somewhere I've got definitely got. All feels over. like I've got a beanbag cupboard <laughs> that's just full of them. <laughs> Hi guys, just uh, grab so, yeah, I'll get, get one of the beanbags. Like stick some incense those, on uh, and listen to some nails things, didn't you? Oh, I have, yeah. It's a bed ac- of nails. I've got an acupressure Feel- mat over there behind the yucca plant. Can you see it against the wall on the right? It's, there. it's, a, it's a green mat with like white spikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking um, hurts, it looks like man. the soles of a golf shoe. Yes, and you lie on it with your top off, and it's basically a bed of nails. Yeah, get out some fucking kinky shit. <laughs> <laughs> you have to take your top off. I've also got my pegging dildos in the cupboard. <laughs> a pair of clever pyjamas. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I saw pegging already. Dildos. My pegging dildos. That's for women to peg men, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I've got yeah. them in my pegging cupboard. <laughs> we do a little pegging afterwards. I saw a really funny video of a of an Islamic cleric. Uh, doing, Getting pegged. Doing no talking about. He actually talks about. He doesn't say pegging, so I don't think he's aware of the phrase. I mean, uh, but he talks about how um, women shouldn't go on top in sex. He's a nutter, right? He says if, if a man should always be in a dominant position sexually. I stand by to, that. <laughs> I don't. I can just lie down, <laughs> let it happen, innit? it? <laughs> just give him the money and lay down, mate. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I. Yeah, he says um, that you should always be... It's that classic... You know, he's a very sort of traditional uh, yeah. Islamic cleric who believes that men are dominant. And he uh, he just says you have to be on top. You have to be, have to be from behind. You've got to be... Uh, and he says, like... He goes, if you're on the bottom... If it, so if the woman's on top, it will encourage the man to be more feminine and it will lead to more feminine things. And he talks about how... He goes, like, some men are now being penetrated by their like their wives... And basically, he's alluding to that. I didn't realise you knew him, Julian. Yeah, yeah, he must have. Uh, he must have read my blog. <laughs> <laughs> he must have watched my Insta story the other night. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, so basically, he's alluding to this the, the modern the modern wave of uh, men. I mean, it, it probably is slightly. Fe- I mean, there's nothing wrong with being feminine. I don't no, is that a man though? No, no, of course. Exactly. Look at the way Paul's saying it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> But um, let's, we won't. I mean, uh, we don't, don't need to discuss uh, whether or not you've been pegged or not. I've never but, been um, pegged, though. I've never been I don't pegged. actually know what pegging is. Pegging is when a woman wears a dildo and uh, penetrates. No, but I know you. quite a f- Now, but, now I, he has. I yeah. know a few people that yeah, have. Yeah, I, I know people that have. Yeah. And, uh, but I know, really? Yeah. I've, I've got one of my very good friends has uh, just tried it um, semi recently. Is, is he living with you at the moment? No, it's not. I was just about to name him. <laughs> that's that fair everyone. That's John Hastings, who's oh. currently standing in my front room. And I think I'll tell you before we start He looks like more of a pegger than a peggy um, <laughs> peggy so yeah I don't peggy f- mitchell yeah. <laughs> um but i um no i've never i've never been pegged no i mean it's sort of you know would you i'm not one to uh ever rule anything out no. but it's not something that's sort of you know i've had i've had thing like <laughs> um things yeah i've had it yeah i've had that area sort of um manipulated a few times it was the 90s it, it was, was the 90s <laughs> I was okay. seven you know it was new labour was still in power mate. My uncle we, were all, was, we all went mental. my uncle was my lodger but, uh, but no I've never had a full size no me gone up there <laughs> a foreign object I think that ship's probably sailed now I don't know unless you sort of get more experimental as the yeah I think I think that kind of you feel like you sort of just like find what you're into don't you by, your, by, by the time you get towards like mid 30s I think you've worked out what you're about and actually, you better quite... keep it under fucking wraps. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like most people don't really change how they look after about mid 30s. No, you I haven't changed just... what I've looked like since about 1992. No, that's, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you've got, to, you've got to look. The yeah. same, same pants. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> um, hell. Here we go. What's next? Family wellness. People are doing like wellness things with their kids, like kid, with yo- yoga for kids. That's good. And We've been like doing that. a bit of that actually. Do you do yoga with your children? Well, we have That's done, a bit yeah. Much. They're they're it's like mean, the sort of eight-year-old like, bodybuilders that you see now. Yeah, and but again. Yo- it's creepy. I mean, yeah. they're, they're like um, yogis anyway. Babies, they can you bend all around? Yeah, yeah. Snap them. <laughs> But yeah, I suppose yeah, you're much more flexible when you're a kid. That's yeah, why yeah, yeah, you need to keep it going. That's why it's good for the, your mind, body, and soul, mate. You know what I'm saying? But you do think I, I do think yeah, I do think there's an element of that that's quite positive. 
I think it's all positive, isn't it? It's better than, uh, you know, what's your favourite drinking game? Well, yeah, that's the thing. I suppose, I, you know, I sometimes, I've still got that little old working class sort of person that I, you know, I, well, I'm a bit cynical. I grew up in an environment where that sort of stuff would have been like, fuck off, mate. You know, so when you hear about kids being, like doing meditation classes in school, Part of me goes, oh, they're just fucking schoolmates. But then actually part of me is just it's pure jealousy. But, it's a different, it's a, it, but then it is a different... I mean, like when I was, a, you know, a kid, I was just out on my BMX all the time. So yeah, it was yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. like you didn't need... But now they've got... But like, they're it's, just yeah, on exactly. So I suppose there is that sort of thing of having to sort of... Learn how to cope. I sent an or, email to my kid's head teacher, that article about the uh, meditation. Thought that they might take it on, yeah. <laughs> she didn't they? even reply. <laughs> she got blocked. <laughs> <laughs> Follow on Instagram now, though. Um, no, I think it's good. It's that thing. It's mine definitely is, I think good. mine is jealousy. Sometimes my in my weird little sort of subconscious think of thought of like, oh, here we go, another fucking fad. And I can't really yeah, judge yeah, when yeah. I've got a bed and nails. But <laughs> it's like, I yeah, I think it's jealousy that I didn't get to, the chance to do that sort of stuff when I was a kid. Well, they the Vipassana meditation to a prison, didn't they? And it just sorted everyone out. And then the, it and the com- teacher got stabbed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Made everyone more calculated when they're burgling. <laughs> they're more present when they're robbing you. Um, yeah, this is... Uh, oh, what's this one? Crystals are coming back, apparently. I like oh, a crystal, are. though. You love a crystal. No, I don't it really like. does not surprise me. <laughs> what um, Crystal meth is my yeah, favourite. So, I, mean, really, I find it really grounds me. Um, but yeah, I've, I've got... I've got more crystals than anyone should have who doesn't really believe in crystals. Yeah. People, I don't know if I people always give them to me as a do, gift. Yeah, yeah, I've not got. They're just quite nice. Crystals. I think. What about your wife? We won't say uh, her name for the sort of her privacy. <laughs> I'm sure she won't mind. Uh, she, she, yeah, no, not really. She's not really. She's not into. She into any of this sort of yeah, new she, age stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah, she is, but not crystals. What what, what sort of things into? is she into? Like she, but. She, she's done yoga and stuff like that. She keeps saying she wants to. Not that being vegan is new age, but she, you know, she uh, would def. If if I, I think if I were to uh, say right, I'm going to be vegan, she would she would do it too. Okay, it is much easier if there's two of you. Like like she she's she's up for doing it. But why don't you just start with one day a week or something? Yeah, maybe we should do that. Maybe sort of the day I'm home when we cook. I don't know. It's, the problem, the problem I have with it is I don't like chip. A lot of the kind of, you know, the sort of staples. stock. Yeah, yeah, like the staples. That's exactly right. I don't like chickpeas. I don't like lentils. I really, really? don't like. Yeah, that, I mean, and yeah, kind of, that's the protein, isn't it? That's where a lot yeah. of the kind of that's the seems to me to be the meat. But what do you like about them? Is it what the like texture? Them. The texture because they've not the really taste. got much. Taste it's normally you cook what I don't mind tofu actually. I've got to say, what? I always quite enjoy it because you can sort of deep fry it in breadcrumbs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rub some chicken on it. You know, chickpeas, mate, just bread and deep fry them. Can you? I'm no. sure you can. Um, done it. but like stuff like lasagna, like roast dinners when I was vegetarian, that's the one thing we go like you just you don't notice not having meat, no, not at all because actually the best bits are the other bits, yeah. really, isn't it? That's what you notice, like. You have a vegan roast, you're like, oh, it's the potatoes, isn't it? That are the best bit, yeah, the parsnip. Oh, I love a parsnip. Absolutely love a parsnip. I'm starving. Have I said that enough? What? <laughs> Are you really hungry? Do you want a snack? No, no, no. What's I'm the, going to, what's I might go that to a, message? Might go to There's a message Rubio on afterwards. Facebook. What's the message on Facebook? Uh, do comedians change their material depending on where in the world they are? Saw Tom stayed in Dubai, smash it, and wondered if it would be much different to seeing him back in the UK. So do comedians change their... Depending on where you were. Did you do gigs in LA? 
No, went to a few. What did you? Where did you go? Went to the store. Oh yeah, how was Ma- that? Amazing, yeah. loved it. Yeah, really cool. Um, and then went to see Chris did a gig in a comic book shop, which oh, was cool. sort of very LA, yeah, you know, yeah, kind yeah, of like yeah. that, which was good. And um, and then Sh- uh, Sean was at the Improv, so I went along oh, to that. Lovely. It's yeah. um, yeah, it's fun. The gigs are fun out there. Yeah. Pretty... Did you go to the store? I didn't go to the store. No, yeah. I did a couple of gigs. That were did nice. you? Yeah. Where? Hot tub. All oh, right. And oh, was that that guy uh, Dave's gig? Who books it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Sean's mate. No, not that Dave, is it? Is it? No. I was wears a hat. No, I don't think I was Dave. I thought the guy's name who booked it is Dave. Hang on a sec. Uh, or am I getting it confused with the other gig I did? Um, oh, no, it was Joel. It's a, yeah, it's another guy called Dave I met at the gig, really. But um, no, yeah, he doesn't book that one. Hot Tub is... Um, yeah, this Joel books it, and it's compared by Kurt Brownholer and Kristen Schaal. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. It's yeah. like a weekly sort of... I've heard of it. Alt yeah, night. yeah. It's fucking wicked. So it's such a fun gig. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, you do tailor it. That, that question from... Who is it from? That was from Tim College. Tim College. Oh, Tim I'd College say less so in Dubai than to LA. Yeah, cause it's not like you're Dubai, to... you're going to be playing to expats mostly, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you'd kind of... But in LA, you are... You are an to, outsider, yeah. aren't you? You're playing to LA folks. Yeah. Did you do much stuff about LA? Well, yeah, I did a bit. I sort of talked a bit about what it's like being an English comic in LA and how different the styles are. Because they are very different. Like, American comics definitely are a different breed. Yeah. You know, and I just couldn't believe how confident everyone... There was no sort of low-status comedians. You know, I think... I don't know, in the UK, I think we sort of... Normally, we're the loser... Yes. And we make the audience feel better Or a sort of combination of both, I think, is where it works best, where you're sort of high status and low status at at the same same time. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah. You're obviously high status to be walking on stage and doing it. You've got to look like you're confident enough to do it. But then when you start telling them, you make them feel better about themselves by being a bit of a loser and a bit of a fuck-up, essentially. Whereas I found in America, like it's much more common to see a comic who just seems totally cool and happy with themselves and... Just they just do it because they just want to tell you some things that you need to know. Yeah. So I just did a. They definitely dress up more than we do. Yeah. I I would say. I mean, maybe not in the alt rooms. Might be a sort of different. But then, even then, I would feel like they would be purposely dressing in a certain way to look like. Oh, to have a have a look. You know, like loads of effort has gone into making it look like they've made no effort at all. Right. Whereas. Like at the store, for example, a lot of them were coming on and you go like, this is a brand. You right, know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, they all wear jackets, like... Well, most of them at the store. What sort of jacket? Like a suit jacket? No, like, you know, like a leather jacket oh. or like a... But that's, I, I, I've always encouraged people to... I, always, I wear a jacket on stage every gig, no yeah. matter how... Because like, I think I've got that thing in my head of it should look like you've not just walked on in what you were wearing at home or like you if you were just putting the bins out at home you shouldn't then look like you've just gone oh fuck I've got a gig mm. you know you see some comics walk on stage in the UK that you're like shorts. mate just not no it's not even shorts just you know when you see someone unless it's a funny look I think you should, you know I've seen some comics walk on just dressed fucking badly man just you know look like they've just been flipping putting a fence up pod carrying <laughs> pod carrying <laughs> But um, yeah, but I, t- I, I tailored my stuff to LA. I thought yeah. it was fun. Cause it was, and it was fun to try out stuff there. I reckon but... I will go out there and try and do some gigs next year. Yeah. yeah. How come you didn't? You just, didn't, you just wanted I was, a break. I was on holiday, it, man. Yeah. yeah. Just, um, no, it wasn't, it wasn't about that. It was just going to go over there and have a look around, really. It's wicked. Uh, yeah, I'd like to go to New York and do some gigs as well. Yeah. That would be nice. But um, in terms of tailoring stuff, like, yeah, Tom stayed somebody in particular. I think wherever you see Tom, you're going to see some new stuff, aren't you? He's so good. He's so funny. And also, he's really in the room. You know what I mean? He's always playing around with the room and the place and the location. And 
Yeah, he and he turns over material. He's amazing. Out of his like generation of comic, he's one like and who's not you know who's not a household name. Yeah, that has to turn it over for like an arena tour every year and might use writers and stuff. Tom is somebody who prolific. Is so prolific at writing new yeah, stuff. Brilliant. Yeah. So I think yeah, it's not it's not out of the question. Most comics. I mean, if the question is should I go and see him again in the UK, the yeah, answer is the answer definitely is, yes. Because yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. one of the. He's also one in comics that is so um, almost detrimentally friendly to everyone. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Do you ever find that? He way? finds everything funny as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, like, but he does a yeah, he does a thing where wherever you gig with him, there's always just a couple of like randoms in the dressing room with him, and you're like, oh, so they're friends of Tom, and you say, like, how did you meet Tom? And like, they're like, one of them's the cleaner behind from the him hotel. in the queue, it's co-op. Yeah, and the other one met him in a shop, and it's like, and he just he would just chat to people and then just invite them to his gig, which is weird. You're quite good at chatting to people. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, like I think you're confident. In, you're more confident in real life, in public, than I think I am. Like when we went, you know, if we were eating dinner or something, you'll make a joke with the next table order. I did it the other day. That sh- shop assistant was getting the hump a little bit. When she- I mean, yeah, you were annoyed. You know? <laughs> I was just annoying. I that is bad, though, when, that, when you sort of crack a joke in a shop and it doesn't, like, go over. <laughs> I, did it, I did it once and then I tried again and it was like nothing. Oh, it's bad, isn't it? But then you've got to just wait because it, it depends on when you've done it. If you, if they sort of, if you do it too early and you fuck up and then you've got another, like, two minutes of waiting to, like, swipe your card and that, yeah, it's yeah. torture, isn't it? When you've just... Just like, dying on your ass. Yeah, you've just <laughs> fucking laid an egg front of her <laughs> poached an egg I have used that I do always credit you when, uh... what when you poach an egg on stage <laughs> I, I still quote you uh, for the best sort of message about having a death on stage <laughs> do you remember the one you sent me about well sway jonglers <laughs> it's well practiced he's, got, he's just got template texts <laughs> Because uh, that's one of the things people often ask the most. Like people who don't do comedy always say, "Like, what's it like to die on stage?" And like, you know, and it is horrendous. I've had no, I've what was what was the one I do vaguely? You right? sent me one, uh, and it just out of the blue just came through, and it said, uh, "Mate, do you know any good?" I think it was co- like Undertakers. He goes, "I need a body collected from uh, from Sway Jogglers, time of death." <laughs> and you said your set time, and I was sitting. I think I was in a taxi, and I just cracked up, mate. It's such a funny, like... Just what you know, because it is that thing of uh, when you die, it's, it's embarrassing, right? For and you just for everyone involved, everyone totally. And you just and often I find that thing. I often that place message was people. Brutal. That was one of the. I mean, it was one of the worst gigs on earth. Yeah. Like if anyone the listeners uh, are regular comedy goers, I never. I, I saw you there once. Actually, <laughs> must have been <laughs> that, that gig. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only I, gig I, I ever got there, booed no. off. Booed off stage. Oh, it was gross. A proper booed off as well. Like the whole crowd was oh, going man. like, and it was just because like, they never gave me a chance. It was a Christmas gig. They weren't listening when I went on, and it was that thing when they weren't listening to me. They're all talking and eating their fucking Christmas puddings, and then after about five minutes, when I when they still hadn't listened to me, they all just sort of turned and were like, "Well, why isn't he making us laugh?" And it's like we well, haven't listened Listen yet, up, man. And they just started booing, I, and I got a bit shitty with them, and yeah. then it became this sort of battle of contrition and by the end 11 minutes I went oh fuck this I went, it's happy, always 11 happy Christmas as soon as you hit double figures you've, you've done well there, 11's a long time in it when you're dying it is it there. is so long I, was, I, was, I wouldn't know but I've they're heard. like dog years those minutes up there oh my god <laughs> it is it's all when's the last time you died I haven't <laughs> you, but you tell me now when did again. I die last when did I tell you I died it was recently that was oh I did back. baby blew it it's closed now I died there on the <laughs> they, Friday they had to shut it after <laughs> you got <laughs> set <laughs> They basically shut the club, isn't it? We're going for like twenty years. They were putting boards up while you were <laughs> while you were wrapping up. 
They're changing it to a TED talk. Oh, <laughs> All the comedy signs. Oh, I've just turned my headphones off. I, really um, yeah, laugh. I just died for 20 minutes. To oh, sign. I mean, I've got, you know, when you. Did get, you do your time? I did my time. You know, when you get a, like a titter and it's just like, you think, oh, I've got them now. No, I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> just hearing one person go, huh, and you're yeah, like, I've got, I've got them. Where someone goes, Oh, I've never had that. Oh, I've shit. Had that a few times. <laughs> yeah. I've, ne- I've never had that. I don't know if it's the same person that just keeps sort of. Oh. <laughs> Probably the, the promoter. I mean, <laughs> props to them if it is. Oh, man. It's, That's, uh, uh, mate. Yeah, that oh, yeah, was I've brutal, man. I'm trying to think. I can't feel. You feel like having a cold shower off. The worst one I ever had, I did a sort of like a mini. It was like a private. It was a corporate, basically. It was uh, up at that gig in Chester, The Last Laugh. <clears throat> was that um, the football one? No, it was, you know, that. The purpose-built venue that Danny McLaughlin. Oh, used the laughing, yeah, yeah, great That's gig. A the laughing, yeah, the, oh, the yeah, laughing. Yeah. That was it. Sorry, yeah, and uh, it, that side room, and it was like these engineers, sort of like just a load of sort of like middle-aged blokes, just like Ugh. just like, oh man, this is going to be horrific. And uh, the first five minutes, just getting nothing, and then I can't remember what the bit was. I had a bit where I was sort of talking about biscuits, and I asked this bloke um, what his favourite biscuit was, and he goes, "Ah, oh, hobnobs." <laughs> And I said, oh, why is that? He goes, I had a good for Duncan. I said, all right, mate, who do you think you are? Peter Kane? And he goes, well, you're fucking not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. oh, that is never reference another comment, That is mate. pinpoint. That is did, um, brutal. Did, they, did it get a laugh when he said that? Yeah, I mean, I, and I was just like, just take it as yours. That's your closing bit. Thank yeah. you very much. That sort of, that, yeah, that, that, them comments where it's just like, I'm done, mate. I'm dead. Yeah. You know what I mean, is it Walsh has that great story. It might not have even been him on stage, but he just heard somebody in the comedian. I think it might have been during his set, and it was like when he was newer. He's heard somebody just like, he was having a, a proper smell, mate. <laughs> and he's heard somebody just lean to, just lean to the person next to him and just go, is he all right? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them where it's just like that is there's no coming back in it oh, you're dead mate it's, the, it it's the worst I struggle for the first I'll tell you what's the worst minutes. as well is doing anything remotely personal when it's not going yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. like, yeah. then it is personally isn't it they hate you well that's why I or if you do self-deprecating material during a death that's why, that's why my deaths are like, I, I do few and far between but when I die it is so I take it so badly because all my stuff is about me and it's all means and my whole shtick is that I have to get them to like me and give me the license to be able to tell these dumb stories that are about me they're not about them yeah. often they're not even relatable I sort of try and I'm trying to make something that's happened to me relatable to them so if they don't go for it I look like a, a fucking idiot oh. I look like a bloke on stage just talking yeah there's no semblance of joke. It's this guy who goes out the window and I'm just an idiot. It's like when you do rude stuff, though. If I do rude and then I'm dying, it's fucking oh, brutal, man. Because you're just... Dis- then you're just... <laughs> you're actually being horrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or anything with something like a bit, of, just, a, bit, a bit of attitude in it. Or sweat... You know those gigs where swearing becomes really magnified? Every time... Yeah. You, you, every swear word you just becomes a lot more pronounced. You punctuate it yeah, more yeah. swearing. God, and just... anything that is slightly irreverent or sort of a little jokey dig at somebody just sounds bad. Sounds yeah, like you're yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're just mean. <laughs> I have my, one of my... Fun, this is the funniest steps. And it, I can, you'll, be, you'll be cool with me saying it, but it's Michael Fabry because uh, we did a Christmas gig at uh, Nottingham uh, Glee just before Christmas and like... We'd not done a Christmas gig together it's, it's since the notorious, like three years ago at Nottingham Glee. He had, he's, he still says it's the worst death he's ever had. Like, they, 
fucking hated him and he's, he just sort of because he's quite dark as well yeah, yeah he had yeah, that yeah. thing where he didn't sort of get him early doors and they sort of were a bit like what's this guy and he's just saying some quite dark things and they just turned on him people were throwing menus at him room <laughs> just throwing Christmas menus at him Fuck and he just dug his heels in did the whole time me and Charlie Baker were side of stage just crying with laughter <laughs> But fuck, man. It is funny watching someone you know die, though. It's so... As long as you can keep perspective, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. which it sounds like he was able to. If you could sort of, like, just go, this is just what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's hard. Do you, have you ever compared when uh, somebody has a proper death and you've got to then I go back really, on? I don't so rarely compare that, no. That's, that's a hard. That's a Have you ever one. died comparing and having to keep going back on? Um, that's brutal, man. I don't it's never think happened I have. Me, I oh, I have, definitely. That's... I did in Bromley once. You were on. Don't you remember? And I even borrowed one of the other guys' jackets. It was my third time on stage. I'd been bombing, but they, they hated me. And you were, you were coming from another gig, and I borrowed the other guy's jacket just to go on. I just wouldn't do it. I was just trying anything. It was so bad. I, um, I, I've, I've, only, I've seen a, the worst compare death I've ever seen. I won't, see, I won't name him because he'd probably not like it. But it was, have you ever done that gig in Reading that's How'd in a massive, uh, massive sort of curry house? Yeah. It's a big old room. Oh, Good I, curry, I, though. I, I compared there the other day, yeah. And it's, when it's full, that big room, it's great. I yeah. mean, now they do it in the function room around the side, which is yeah, much more intimate. It, yeah. and it's a nicer room for stand-up. But the big room, when it was full, was amazing. But like when it was not full, it was a bit difficult. And I, I, just, I remember seeing a compare, just, oh, man, like, he died. Like, utter silence. Every, and he, he wasn't really somebody who chatted to the audience very much. So he basically went on and did... and Because he, he was dying, he just <laughs> That's kept, enough from me, please. <laughs> and he was trying to get a laugh before bringing an act on, and he couldn't get one. So in the, in the, before the first act, he did 25 minutes to utter silence. I have seen people in that situation then go, right, we're going to practice laughing, so come on, give us your best laugh. <laughs> <laughs> come on, you're like David their, Brent when he does that. practice jokes. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. <laughs> Oh, that is just a practice. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a real. I'm not. I'm a bit of a stickler for. I don't like compares. You get people to do practice claps, laughs. I don't like. I don't really it's like people. I don't like audiences being split into teams. No. I'm a bit. I'm just a big believer in just go out, be funny for ten minutes, have a chat, make them comfortable, and say yeah. this is how it's going to work. Let's welcome the acts to the stage. But just going back to what you were saying, so have you ever compared when someone's had a bad death? Because I can imagine yeah. that you would feel like you have to mention it. I, I definitely yeah. mention it. Yeah, I've, yeah. Only ever, I've only ever thrown people under the bus a few times, but it was necessary. Right, what was <laughs> it? Like, I once, I mean, I've told you the other night about how I once um, properly threw Lewis Schaefer under the bus, mate. He went out and had an absolute death at um, uh, the King's Head on a Saturday night. And we had, me and him had a big old argument about it in the dressing room afterwards. But it had been a lovely night. That is not a good dressing room to have an argument in. There's no, sort of huge Graham, amount of thin hallway. Peter yeah. Graham just sitting there laughing at us having an argument. And uh, But we, yeah, it had been a lovely night up to that point. And Lewis just went on and was, he didn't really get him. And then he, he sort of turned on the audience. And he said to a guy in the front row after about three minutes of his set, he went, what, what, the, what the fuck's the matter with you? And the guy went, um, oh, well, uh, well, I mean, well, if, if, you, if, you, if you want an honest answer, mate, I just don't think you're very funny. And the guy said it really <laughs> genuinely and measured. And Lewis just ripped into him because he'd not got the rest of the crowd on side. The crowd were just like, oh, no, he, he's right. That guy's right. And he just had a really tough gig. Oh, and like, he sort of, it was self-inflicted. And yeah, we, we know He kind of splits rooms anyway. Well, we know him well yeah. enough to know he can... He's very funny, you know, yeah. He's not sort of, you know, he'll go down with the shit, mate. He'll take the whole fucking place down with him when he, when he's, when he decides to. And, um, and, and then I went on and just like, I just had to sort of... You know, I had to get the gig back, and I just ripped it. I just ripped him and took the piss, and 
Yeah, and he didn't take it very well. We're fine now, but like you know, I did, I just thought I've got to. I've, normally, yeah. it's a bit more gentle. I'd sort of, I'll make a little silly joke about how you know it just didn't fly, and, and then I'll tell a little story about a bad gig I've had or something to try and make them go like that's just a probably one. Yeah, you know, yes, it doesn't yeah. mean that's a person's a bad comic. This just hasn't worked tonight. Yeah, because if I've, if they're liking me at that point, I'll tell them a story about me being shit, and hopefully. They'll be like, oh, but they actually. can see that anyway. Yeah, I mean, they've got the idea. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hammering it home for 10 minutes at every section. <laughs> uh, right, uh, we've just seen the time. We've got to wrap it up in a sec. Um, that was quick, man, wasn't it? It was flew by, didn't it? And I've got to go into town. What's, um, what have you got coming up in the next week? Um, we're in Leicester, aren't we? Um, that's not two weeks away. Oh, yeah. Tonight, when are you doing Leicester? Um, 13th of February. Oh. Aylstone, the Black... Horse. Uh, the black, yeah, black horse. Um, yeah, could we get tickets to that on Leicester Comedy Festival? Are you doing Leicester? Yes. When are you doing? Uh, t- Saturday the twenty third at the Crumbling Cookie. Oh, lovely. A part of my, I'm doing like a mini tour as well. I so. see that. Yeah, you're yeah. doing the Glees and everything. Yeah, you? it's cool. When does that has it started yet? No, starts in March. I hope some people will come. How many dates are you doing? Like only about fifteen. That's nice. Yeah, just give it a go. Yeah, see yeah, yeah. No, I'm do- fully prepared for someone to be like twenty people and. But do you know what? I mean, hopefully you get. Yeah, you just if you get, you need to do a push. You know what I mean? So yeah. But like, you'll be surprised. There'll be what? There'll be places where you'll just won't believe how many people have come. Yeah. Like you'll just be like, why the fuck? It almost surprises you. Yeah. So I'm, I always have that assumption whenever I do tour shows that no one's going to come because yeah. you're not on telly yeah but actually you know if you're in a cool little theater or something people will just take a punt and like, if you're good they'll really love it as well yeah the only thing is i'm not really doing that many of those i'm doing the kind of classic yeah, stands yeah. Okay. Yeah, the stands comedians. Always so do, yeah hopefully we'll see but yeah that starts and yeah see how it goes that starts in march cool um and i don't know what i'm doing next week i'm just gigging i'm in brighton this weekend i'll probably put this out might try and put it out later on. So if you're in Brighton, come to the Comedia. Uh, where are you gigging this? Covent Garden tonight and then Covent Garden and Bearcat tomorrow. Lovely. I'm at um, Northampton tonight. <coughs> you're right. Just vomiting, sorry. And um, <laughs> Camden tomorrow, doing two there. Lovely. Just up the road, mate. So. Oh, nice. Um, well, cheers for listening. Sunday Thanks for coming on. Yeah, see you again soon. Yeah, see you soon. What are you saying? That was it, mate. All right. <laughs> cheers. Good, good end, mate. <laughs> Bye. Can everyone laugh? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, 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 no.